What's up, Queen? I am so excited to share today's episode with you. And before I do, I just want to make sure that you have heard about my Doing Business Like a Queen Challenge, and I want to make sure that you're in. This is completely free. It's basically going to be like church, Gina Church, for five full days where I'm going to be speaking truth into your soul, into your spirit, so that you are just setting yourself up for the biggest, most blissful success of your life. That's what we're doing. And when we do business like a queen, we're confident, we're skilled, we're full of worthiness. We believe in absolute abundance and miracles. We don't compare ourselves to others. It's all, all the good things. And it's completely free. I don't do this that often, only a few times a year. So I want to make sure that you get in now and set yourself up for the biggest success. So go to divineliving.com forward slash like a queen. You can share this with your communities, on your stories, with your friends, all of it. But I want to make sure that you're in. Um, We'll have a link in the show notes. Make sure that you are joining us for five full days. If you love my 30-minute-ish solo cast, know that you've got like a full hour, five days in a row. And it's only for those five days because then the videos and everything go down. So make sure you get in now. You'll be able to listen to replays and and all of that in the recordings during the five days. So all the details are on divineliving.com forward slash like a queen. So get yourself in there and now enjoy today's episode. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. All right, my dear. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Great. Great. What are you feeling inspired to talk about today? Whatever you want to talk about. I think, you know, we just uh, like have a chat, whatever you want to ask me or talk about or whatever. I'm trying. uh, (laughs) There's something that's coming up for me and I'm just making a choice about how vulnerable I want to get on my podcast because there's something actually in regards to copy. I think I'm going to go there. I'm going to do it. Don't take it personally about when this airs because I'm like, okay, I have to wrap my own ego around it <laughs> um, and get on the other side of it by the time I actually air it. But I think it could be, well, it'd be helpful for me. <laughs> it's already so good. I, I think that this should be the intro, what we're talking about right now, what you just said, because now people are hooked. I'm hooked. I want to know what you're going to say. All right. So. All right, so this is basically like, hey, everyone, welcome to the Divine Living Podcast, or should we call it Gina's Counseling Session with celebrity copywriter, <laughs> Laura Belgray. Laura, it is so wonderful to have you on the show today. And I know your brilliance and you have shared your brilliance on countless and endless podcasts and online all over the place. And I feel like going deep dive and personal about something that is unclear to me that I've been struggling with and have really held myself back with. And I think that you are just the perfect person to help me out. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited because 
Yes, I'm known for copywriting, but I have to say I'm also a little bit like that in undercover coach. Don't tell anybody. Well, undercover therapist. Yeah, I'm on the DL. Great. About that. The only thing missing now is a couple of martinis. So, but okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll get through this. So, I, for the past 15 years, have done relatively well with business coaching and success coaching and blah, blah, blah. And um, I've actually really, it's not a blah, blah, blah. I have really enjoyed it. And it is yeah. very, very end of era for me. And it became very red ocean. It became, and as soon as like actual funnels came out, it all got really boring. Like my whole thing around it was I always wanted to do women's empowerment and empower women through financial success. Then it turned into business coaching. Fine. I love helping women make money because of who they became in the process. Great. Mm -hmm. And that chapter is relatively speaking closed. And uh, yeah, I've shut down like so many of my, I was like the luxury brand for personal development. I shut down my $65,000 level, my $25,000 level, business coaching, women, all the things. And what I am obsessed about, it's still the concept of queenhood. And because since you're relatively new to me and my brand, it's not as cheesy as it sounds with the whole queen and the crown thing. It really is. <laughs> I'm well aware of how it can come across uh, initially. It's based on the ancient story of Queen Esther of Persia, which is basically Jews know it from Purim, Christians know it from the Bible. It's the the story, I believe, of all of us. We're all these ordinary women that have a great calling for our life and that we are meant for such a time as this. Esther was called to save her people. We're all meant to do our thing. And so that's where, where, where the whole queen piece comes from. And my interest is around spirituality, queenhood, lifestyle, not just divine working, but really divine living. Mm -hmm. Great. So I have been putting this message out into the world, Instagram and emails and otherwise, and there's been some response. Mm -hmm. Fine. Mm -hmm. Then Black Friday came around and my team, we, we came up with the idea of, since my book had recently-ish come out, let's do the first ever online book club. Great. My Facebook ads guy is like, do it for $27. It was like a three hour thing. Fine. 200 people sign up. 200. Okay. So you're saying that's like minimal. You're saying that as a fraction of what you expected. I'm going to go with yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I know yeah. you have a big list. Oh, yeah, some well, people, because I'm just going to say some people would be jumping, would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. If so, you're not in your 20th no. year of business, you know, probably would it. be, but then there's that. It. Okay. So <laughs> then, so I'm like, but I'm like, if I can help one person, I'm available. Dear God, please use me. And so out of like the, whatever, 220 people that signed up for the thing, 186 are on the thing. So I'm like, that's, that's okay. People are drawn to this message. Like, yes, like I'm here to serve these 186 happy campers. And three hours later, we still had 176 people on the line. So I was like, they're in it. The chat's blowing up. I'm having a blast. We're loving it. This message it golden, Laura, golden. So then I go to pitch and well, you love this. You loved three hours of Gina and queen and spirituality and the whole thing. 
Come join us in Q Club for basically a dollar a day. You can get all this, meet with women around the world. Q Club is my membership site of like Gina DeVee Netflix meets Food Network meets Travel and Leisure Magazine. You get a new video every day. Not that you're supposed to consume them all. It's like Netflix. It's like it's there for you when you want a prayer, a meditation. There's this whole beautiful member site in it. We show them the sneak peek behind the scenes. Show them. Nada. Oh, no. We got a whopping 20 signups. When the price is going up the next day, we got 20 out of wow. 186 happy campers. After three hours, we had 20 signups. I am not going to lie. I pride myself on a positive attitude. It went down. <laughs> that, that would make me pretty grumpy too, no matter how positive I like to say my outlook is. <laughs> my team was like, well, let's just do an encore for them next week because they're warmed up. And I was like, F that. They just got three hours for 27 <laughs> bucks and for a dollar a day. No, no, no. So I'm like, so I go back into my visualization, like, okay, I know I just gotta, I gotta visualize what it is like I want. And so like, I just want a thousand people to sign up for it. thousand people like that at, at a dollar, like 35 bucks a month, whatever, not a big deal. And I get on the line literally like the next hour. This is how funny the universe is. And, and, uh, my, one of my mastermind partners, total love this, that, and I was like, Danelle, how you doing? What's happening? She's like, oh my gosh, amazing. I had this incredible Black Friday thing. She's like, a thousand people signed up in the first 20 minutes and then a hundred people keep signing up every day after that. I'm like, I love this woman so much and she deserves uh, that success yeah, and so much yeah. more. And I'm like, no, <laughs> oh no! All all you want in that misery is company. All you want is to hear Black Friday bombed for everybody. I That's mean, it was like my want. number, right? So, well, yeah. anyway, so she's got that. So then, to close this out, so then, all right, Mama didn't raise no fool. I do my work. I get on the phone, like basically the next hour with my one of my coaches, and I was like, "What is the deal? Why am I the internet's best kept secret? What is this? What is that? What is this?" That? And I was like. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's qual. Like, I know when I'm on, off, whatever. This was great. The whole, and she's like, what's your resistance to being public or something like that? Mm. I'm not resistant. I'm ready for it. I'm this and that. And then it like hit me in my third eye. And I was like, cause she's like, you could just write this or that on, on an Instagram post. And I thought, and I said to her, the idea, the thought of writing an Instagram post, I don't know if there's anything I'd least rather do. I, <laughs> ha I don't write my Instagram. I have nothing to do with it. I've got a, God bless her. She's wonderful for her, but she's not me. She's a 20 something who writes all my stuff. And like, and then it hit me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm basically angry at the audience. So I'm not showing up for them. And then I'm not mm -hmm. writing stuff from my heart. And I'm hiring some millennial to go make up some shit about what I supposedly did that day. And then I'm baffled as to why I don't have a bigger Instagram following and more of a cult following working with me and buying right. my stuff. Right. Which I mean, makes total sense. I get it. Like you're, cause first of all, you're OG. So there are things that you've decided I don't do. I don't do that. Like my people do that. My team does that for me. I don't do social. Like first, it might be part of your, your queen brand, your queen like ethos that you don't do social. Like as a queen, you don't dirty yourself with Instagram. Maybe. No, you're making it, you're making a, nah, I'm not sure that's I, it. Well, I'm results oriented. So I'm always mm -hmm. available to do it. So it, 
what I don't do on social is talk from my heart. Yeah. And that's where, I mean, you see the results of doing that on social because we have friends, like mutual friends, let's just say a certain Kathy Heller, for instance, who talks from her heart all day long. I don't know how she does it. First of all, I don't feel camera ready ever. I'm, I'm just, I'm video shy, mostly because I'm like, ugh, it's too much of a pain to like, I don't, I'm not ready to shower yet today. Um, and I'm not going to put on makeup before I shower because that's wasted makeup. And then I just, right. you know, my light, the Kathy, lighting's not right. Kathy's <laughs> just like sitting at the beach. And like, I had a really rough day. And here I'm boxing yeah. her. I'm like, are you okay? Are you? She's like, I just, I don't want my audience to feel alone. I had a thing going on. Was it like a... Exactly. And she is, she is the opposite of everything that you'd think of when you think of somebody who's like, always turning the camera on, like, I'm having a moment, turn on the camera. She is so truly from the heart. She's not that person. She's not that like, you know, uh, Instagram celebrity who's just like, okay, let's get this moment, you know, roll tape. Um, <laughs> cause it, are you getting this tear? She is just <laughs> really, <laughs> she is truly, I think a part of her incredible success and and it's happened very fast in my eyes is that she's so raw um and like sometimes she puts on makeup and you know has her hair done sometimes she does not she's just like hi guys i've been you know uh, i've been bawling my eyes out right now they're totally swollen puffy um she cries at everything so you know that's that's gonna happen (laughs) but like just from always just being there. And that's certainly not something that I I can't do that at that level. I'm just not ready to be on camera all day long. I'm too vain for one thing. I'm just like, nope, not a good moment for my face. (laughs) So I'm um, too vain to do that. I think if it could be audio, anytime you wanted me, I would be there to like, (laughs) to answer questions, to spill my guts, whatever. But I just, I think that pouring your heart out being your true self on Instagram and whatever social media is an amazing thing, a powerful tool and something that your 20 something person can't do for you. Mm-hmm. I think there are, there are great social media managers who put out awesome content. I've seen like my friend, Amy Porterfield. I'm like, okay, obviously somebody is doing her content for her right now. I'm like these cute graphics that are made and people respond to them and everything. But what really gets results and what really gets the incredible engagement is when she's been real with her audience. And I think that everybody, like her business blew up. I don't know if you like watch, if you're Amy aware She's been a good friend of mine since we were in Marie Forleo's mastermind together in 2010. And by the way, she and I, beginning of this mastermind, just a little backstory, it, the mastermind started with a retreat in Sedona. And we got on a plane, this like tiny prop plane. First, it was a regular plane. And then it was like a tiny prop plane or whatever to Sedona from like whatever Tucson or whatever Arizona airport. I don't know my jack. But it was a little plane and we ended up sitting next to each other. And I had seen her like on video or somewhere. And I was like, you're Amy. And she's like, yeah, are you in Marie's mastermind? I'm like, yes. And she's like, so why are you doing this mastermind? And I was like, well, you know, I'm not really sure, but I like really want to, I think I said, I no, I hadn't lost my job yet, but I, I was making, I was making like six figure, like a hundred grand in my TV job. 
And I, I was like, I just really want to make up that income in some other way. I just want to, I want to make six figures somehow. I don't think I want a business, but maybe in my like freelance work, be really successful with that. And she was like, I want to make six figures too. She's like, my husband's becoming a fireman and I just quit my job with Tony Robbins and I need to make six figures and hopefully I can do it in the next year because I need to support my husband and my stepson. So that's backstory of where Amy and I both were in back then, 2010, when we started. So I just wanted to give that background for like where Amy is now, because, you know, I'm sure I know she passed her 10 million a year mark and she's like big hairy goals and all that. And everybody, she's been sharing it all along and, and we've all been able to watch it. But where her business really turned a corner and blew up was when she got on her podcast and made did a mini podcast on her own um, and used that. It was, I don't know how long it was, 10 minutes? Used that, whatever it was, 10 minutes to say, this is what has been bugging me. I want to share with you guys, this isn't about business. It's not an actionable tip. Mm. I want to share that I am really self-conscious about my weight. And I know that I should do video. Yeah, it was amazing. She was like, I know that I should be doing more video. Everyone says I need to do video. I need to be on stages. And I really don't want to because I'm overweight and it really upsets me. And I'm really self-conscious about it. And I think that just blew up. I mean, she was so afraid to release that podcast episode. And it changed everything in her business because now people could relate to her. She wasn't just in a, you know, an authority on online marketing, talking on, you know, talking on her podcast, mm. podcast, giving actionable tips, you know, and there you have it. Five ways to grow your list. You know, it wasn't just that. It was now she's a real person who struggles with her weight like other mm. people do. She's not just, you know, a money making machine who knows a lot about online marketing. And so that is all to say that I am so for sharing things that you feel uncomfortable about, vulnerable about, sharing who you really are and doing it directly with your audience rather than having them make cute graphics for you and quote cards and all that. And whether it's writing the post or doing a video or a combo. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you do a video, you want to do a great headline in your caption can be just a few words telling them why to watch it. You know, you don't want to just put the video there and then like nothing, a few I, words I can, for you. I can muster out a caption. You can muster a caption. It doesn't have to be a pour your heart out. If that's not what you're feeling, you know, mm. um, it doesn't have to be a pour your heart out caption. I think those are great. If, like you feel like writing on the page is your medium or your medium in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but whatever really, it is. That's, that's, yeah. I'm digging that. It's just, I mean, is it as just as simple about self-expression and yeah. pick the form that you're in the mood with mm-hmm. and be real and let it do what it's meant to do? I really think it is. I think that, first of all, if you don't wait to be in touch with your audience um, till you're inspired or in the mood or have something cheerful to say or something inspiring to say. Or the uh, coming up off the coffee. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And scene, you know, let's go and roll. Um, <laughs> that's exactly. Okay. I've got my, my colorful macaron set up next to my rose gold stapler and the steam is coming off the cup, you know, and there's a heart in my foam. Um, <laughs> and roll tape. That's like, you can't, uh, if you always wait for that moment and people won't connect with you. And I, you know, and I'm sure everyone can come up with a million examples of like influencers who are always perfect online and always look great and do everything perfectly. And it's like, but look how much people love them. And right? that, that's and, and why people just don't even have to write a caption. They just get to put a picture <laughs> and like some emoji. And then there's like 74 million comments. Exactly. But then, you know, I just heard, I was listening to a podcast and someone was talking about, they were talking to Seth Godin, who I love. He's like my muse. And they were talking to him about audience size and saying like, I know somebody, because he's very much for like minimum viable audience, like your small audience that is crazy about you rather than trying mm. to build an audience of millions. And so this person was t- telling an anecdote about like, you know, I know someone who said, you know, a friend of his has a million followers on Instagram. And someone said like, we will back you. We will fund your fashion line with an influencer if you can sell 30 t-shirts and she couldn't sell 30 t-shirts to a million people and so there you go and you know Seth's answer was like I'm not surprised not surprised at all and really neither was I so because first of all you don't know like these people with a huge audiences some of them are truly loved by all these people, but a lot of them just have a lot of fake fake followers and people who do not give a crap about them because they're not real with them. And then you look at people who you look at people with the huge audiences who are like just always popping on either with a, you know, with a caption or a video and, you know, also keeping in touch by email and all this, like many points of contact of many touch points and being super real. And when they feel inspiring, when they have an inspiring message, they do that. But when they're also, when they're going through something shitty, they talk about that. And that's why people love them so much. And you see so many responses of like, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing this today. I needed Mm -hmm. to hear this. Like with you, Gina, you like, I think people would love hearing that things don't always go perfectly for you. I think mm-hmm. people would just, it would be such a relief. Um, <laughs> really, it would be such a relief. And and I think it, it also probably is a gift because it gives you, I know when things don't go well for me, when I've been talking about like how easy it is to do this or that, and then something I do doesn't go over that well. I'm like, oh crap. Now I know what it feels like to be one of my, someone in my audience, one of my shrimpers Mm -hmm. hearing me say it's so easy. And them saying like, well, sure, it's easy for you because, you know, it always works for you. They're really comforted to know when, when something doesn't go that well, or also to know how slow I've been to actually get to this point in my business and how long I was stuck. And, and they love hearing they love hearing that I get at least, you know, 20 to 30 unsubscribes every time I send an email. They're like, oh my God, that happens to you. Thank you so much for telling us that. Um, mm. They love it when I, they love when I talk about a hater, by the way, just a hot tip. Anytime somebody hates on you and you mm-hmm. talk about it, boy, do people love that because first they love to see how you respond. Like if you clap back or whatever. Um <laughs> 
And so they love that, but also they, they love to rally around you. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel so protective of you. And like, I would never say that to you. I would never unfollow you for that. I would never unsubscribe. You know, it, this is so, so interesting. I mean, part of it probably is my background as a therapist, like mm-hmm. how to be confidential. Got like, yeah, I, like, blank slate. Right. And it's like, um, I had an email come in today that was just like, <laughs> and it's like the thought of, I mean, I would never say the person's name, but even the thought of like, Hey, I got this email today and it was this and that, and this, that complaint. And it's like, I could say, first of all, it's SNL worthy. Cause it usually is like, <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> always funny, especially when it's someone else's. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Interesting. This is just such, I'm so grateful, Laura. This is such an awakening because it's everything that I've just been in resistance to. Partially, I'll, I'll say this, like, I don't normally necessarily love with taste. I don't love hearing everyone else's dirty laundry. Like, you know, mm. some people are like, I, I never thought I could do it. And I didn't know what I was doing. And like all that stuff feels like such a script to me also. So it's like, yes. But that's because you can smell when it is a script. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't think that you're averse to all of that. I think you can smell when it's bullshit. Agreed. And and so can I when they're like, you know, first of all, I always see people doing this. And some of them are friends of mine. I'm just like, Neh. when they're like, you know, they'll post a gorgeous shot of themselves in a bikini, like, you know, with a perfectly arched back wind on machine. a rooftop, wind machine <laughs> on a rooftop in Santorini. And say like, you know, sure, you know, this picture looks great, but you have no idea how many takes it took. It took all day to set this up and, or like the girl in this picture, the girl you see in this picture, you know, hasn't eaten in days and, you know, that's why her hip bones are jutting out so beautifully. <laughs> you and I in Santorini would be like eating and drinking. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, like, get, first of all, I would be sweating my tits off on a roof in Santorini. There's no way I could sustain any kind of a dress on a roof in Santorini, you know? And, you know, second, it's just like that is not real vulnerability. That's what I call vulnerable shit. Or vulnerability, mm. like just finding something negative to say, finding something like, okay, I got to come up with a story about how this was hard for me, um, but also look amazing in the picture, or you know, to a full front, you know. I so you can <laughs> you can smell that. Whereas when somebody's like, look, this was actually a rough time for me, mm. and mm-hmm. and tells the straight dirt, and maybe I'm you know. I'm afraid to reveal it because actually it goes against, you know, it's, I feel like I would, you might think I was selling you a bill of goods because when I was talking about how everything was perfect and you can too, not everything is perfect for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, sometimes that's what happens and it's worth it if I actually helped you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I think it is worth the risk, even though it does, you know, some people will judge. They do anyway. Some people, they do anyway. They'll judge if you don't. They can, mm-hmm. you know, they can smell the BS either way. Mm-hmm. So I say go with the real. And it's such a, like our friend Susie has pointed out to me. She's like, relief is the greatest feeling that you can give someone. 
And like it more when you impersonate her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I sometimes wonder, I'm like, is what you're saying so great or is it the accent? Oh, I, I don't know. care because well, I love then, it. And then there's the cock of the head too that yeah. always adds right. the Susie <laughs> element to it. Yes. It's so cute. and it, But it's so true. Relief. So yeah. when you, like, you know, people talk about providing value all the time, like give value, drop value bombs, give actionable, valuable content. And we get the sense that we get the feeling that that has to be actionable tips. That has to be, it does not. Value can be, value can mean entertaining me, um, shifting my perspective, or best of all, making me feel less alone Mm. or, or giving me a sense and or a sense of relief. So the relief might be, oh, thank God I'm not alone. Or it might be, oh, thank God I don't have to do all those things. Like they don't work or it's okay not to, or it's okay to not do your best. I mean, whatever relief you're giving to people (laughs) is really the most like valuable thing I think you can give. People love it. That is interesting. Man, I don't know what kind of secret psychiatrist vibes you. Was your did you say was your dad a psychiatrist? Yes, yes, he was. Well, he was. He was a psychotherapist. I wish he were a psych. I wish he was a psychiatrist. (laughs) If he had been a psychiatrist, you know, he could have. First of all, he would have made a ton of money. But also, um, he didn't really believe in medication. And that was very annoying about him. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's what's going on. It's so I am, I completed so many programs in 2020. I mean, it's still 2020 when we're recording this, but by the time this comes out, it will not be 2020. So I completed so many of my high level programs. And after doing them and having so much fun with them for so long, and also like having learned so much for like all the stuff I'm unavailable for. So I'm doing one, what I'm calling a La Dolce Vita mastermind, six months in the first six months of 2021. And Laura, entry is so politically incorrect. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Here's what entry okay. is. They yeah. have to submit, they have to be at six figures, whatever. They have to submit a video about like why me and why the group and this, that. And then mm-hmm. you want to know what the interview looks like? Yes. Hi, Jane. Thank you for your uh, submission. It looks like you could potentially be a candidate. Here's what you need to know about this program. So you can make an assessment if this is right for you. And then I will assess if this is right for me. I'm unavailable for any critical feedback of any nature, mm-hmm. any kind whatsoever. I know who I am as a coach. I know what I'm going to the. So you either take the coaching, you don't have to do what I'm saying, but I'm not available that you don't like any of the coaching, that any of the coaching doesn't work. I'm mm-hmm. not available or interested in anything negative. I'm not interested in your resistance about your success, your failures, any of it. If you need to process any negative emotions, you need to call a therapist for that. Historically, I have been available for the total woman because I do have a master's degree in clinical psychology and did used to be a psychotherapist. Today is not that day. This group is only for people who are like, yes, and how can I and what's up? Whatever venue the retreat is going to be in, I am only available for whatever you do like about it. There will not be a module. There will not be a checklist. There will not be any email communication. You're going to get one email at the beginning about what your calls are and that, and that is it. There's a Voxer channel, private and public. 
These are the terms. Do you agree? Oh, and you're not allowed to start any outside box or channels with other group members to process anything about the La Dolce Vita group or me. Oh my God. So you, I mean, first of all, you just gave me so much relief. I'm like, you can do that. Um, I know that you can do that. I just love hearing that. And it just, I, I feel relieved for you and everyone in there because first, that's the, what a great way to screen out the whiners and the people who, who think that you should do so. Cause there's always someone who thinks that you should do things differently. Um, right. There always is that that's who they are, wherever they go. Uh, there's always something that should be done differently. And yeah, I'm sure you've learned from years and years of doing this that people can is that it's so easy to poison the well with, oh, you know, starting your own private back channels of, of like, did you, did you hear what she said about that? Yeah, that didn't sit well with me either. And then maybe we should get some other people in on this and like, well, let's start a group refund. That has not happened to me, but I have seen it happen to people in their groups. And yeah. Well, to your point, one of the women I interviewed, even a couple of days ago, she was looking at me like this. And I didn't know if she was like, wait a minute, I thought I was going to get support from Gina. And she's like, she said exactly, she goes, you can do that. She goes, I can, do, <laughs> I can do a mastermind and not offer a module or be available for critical feedback. I was like, well, I've decided these are the only people I'm available to work with over these six months. And so, yeah, it's this. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. When you said it was the, like politically incorrect, I thought you meant you were going to, I thought you were going to say like you asked people to lift their shirts and turn around. Um, <laughs> in, in my <laughs> spiritual, creative, feminine woman entrepreneur space, we're supposed to be available for the whole woman. So that's <laughs> how politically incorrect. Uh, yes. Is. You're supposed to uh, hold the space. There are certain terms. I was just thinking about it today. Certain terms that I will never say without making air quotes. <laughs> One of them is hold the space. Just won't come out of my mouth. I know it's a common term and people say it all the time. How do you and Kathy <laughs> have a conversation then? <laughs> but you know, Kathy is so real about everything she says and so right. earnest about it. And like, not a parrot. She just absorbs these things and loves the terms and actually uses them. I, I think she really does change people's <laughs> lives. So I give her a pass on all these things. <laughs> I give her a pass. I don't laugh at her. And I, I'm okay with her saying like, hold the space, hold the space. Fine. I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> it's true yeah. cause she actually does. She actually does. Yeah. This, yeah. This is amazing. This is so, is this what you teach in your shrimp groups? I, I mean, I teach all different kinds of things. Like some, in, in Shrimp Club, which is my mastermind, I call it a live mentoring party. We do, it's hot seats. So I don't have an agenda. I think the first round, most people who joined it thought it was a copywriting mastermind and it's not. So, that, you know, they signed up to work with a celebrity copywriter. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> exactly. I don't silly, 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 but I have segued into, you know, my, my thing is, even though I'm known for copywriting, Really, my focus is on helping people find the words and the courage or the chutzpah or whatever you want to call it to make their business a 100% expression of their personality so that you are as close as humanly possible to getting paid to be you. Mm. My thing, mm. that is my umbrella, get paid to be you. And that's, all, <laughs> that's all I ever wanted in life. And I know it's what people like especially in our world, are really mm -hmm. kind of 
hungering for. Like it's just a business that feels like, doesn't feel like somebody else. Um, that sounds like them, that feels like them, that feels like an extension of them, that feels easy to do. Like, oh, this is what I, I could do this in my sleep and I'm getting paid for it. Holy shit. That's amazing. So that's really, that is what Shrimp Club is about, whatever form that takes for each person. And it attracts some. So now that it's in its third round, I think we have it figured out. Like some people are copywriters. Some people come with some copy to their hot seats. It's all hot seats. Some people bring some copy that they want me to look at and play with a little bit for 10 minutes, whatever we can get done. And then some are just like, I don't have anything today. I just maybe let's just, I don't even know what I want to talk about. I'm like, that is my favorite kind of hot seat. I'm like, what, just give me an update on what's going on. How's your business going? What's happening this week? And I make them share a win first. And it always turns into a great business therapy session where they get some kind of clarity or like, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to make a new lead magnet or I'm going to drop all my clients um, and replace all that income somehow. I'm going to start a group program. Like they get some kind of light in that. And that's my favorite. So it's, you know, I love copy. I love words. I love writing. But my favorite thing is actually that it's like talking it out. You're a business therapist. I'm a business therapist. Undercover. <laughs> undercover. Undercover. Are you going to make it more not so undercover? I mean, maybe. I think it goes in that direction over time. You know what? I, like, I have a program with Marie Forleo called The Copy Cure. And it is a big, like it's a juggernaut of a program. And it serves me to be known for copywriting and to have that credibility, especially for selling that and for selling the programs I do. And it is something very specific that I can hang my hat on, like things that I can show people and teach them. But, but I love, you know, I think in terms of my mastermind, in terms of shrimp club, that is what I like doing. That's where I like taking it. And so I barely say anything about copy. I don't think I say anything about copy on the sales page when I open it for applications because, you know, I love to mentor copywriters, but I don't necessarily want to talk about copy all day long. I think copy is a copy is incredibly important, but it's not the only thing. Well, and you've so done it. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it for a long time. And mm -hmm. I think that that was the big shift in my business when I was like, you know, I decided a couple of years ago, I did one of those, I was in a productivity workshop and we did this future pacing exercise where we were, you know, we sat on, on the floor in a circle and we had these, you know, composition notebooks in different colors that, the person had given us and he did he walked us through these questions. It was like, you know, six questions or 10 questions. I think it's called the painted picture exercise. He cited somebody. Um, I forget the name of the person who, who was the source of these questions, but they were all, I think most people have done these. I had not. It was, you know, what in like, it's five years from now and you're living your ideal life right for the, you know, exit three minutes on what do you want? What does your work day look like? What are you doing for work? Clearly, you haven't spent enough time in California, Laura. If you exactly. <laughs> this is probably what you do every single day. It's how you start your it's your morning pages or whatever. It was like, right. Like people are like, I'm sure everybody's like, oh, this again. And me, I, I was like, am I really going to do this exercise? Because um, I knew it was a thing, but I, you know, started writing it. And I got so specific that I was like, Oh crap. I know what I want. 
I know what I want to be doing. I don't want, you know, and it doesn't, my workday does not involve like giving five tips to copy that converts all day long. Um, it's about going on podcasts and having conversations like this mm-hmm. and talking to people and talking about life. And it also involves like, I kind of pictured like Elizabeth Gilbert's career a little bit. Like she has books and she goes on stages and she gets to talk to people and she gets to, she sold you know, five million copies. Yeah, and- that, that part too. Right. <laughs> um, I was like, you know, well, I guess that has to start with finally writing my book. So that was when I started to do that in Which, earnest. Congratulations. Can we talk about that uh, and tell everyone yeah. the title and what is it, it's about and all the good things? <laughs> the title is Tough Titties. And it is, uh, it's a series of personal essays, really memoir, a coming of a New York coming of age story that basically gives you permission to live life and define success on your own terms and your own timeline and live your best life while possibly being the fucking worst. <laughs> it's, I don't know why this is coming up for me, but like I completely see a Netflix series on this and it's like, I'm like, it's like Laura's version of Emily in Paris. <laughs> That's exactly. Thank you. I wish they would make my version of Emily in Paris. I can see it for you. I can see it. When's the book come out? It comes out summer 2022 and it is due summer 2021. All right. Which is tomorrow. Ish. Ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But oh, yeah, I'm so that finally happened. I mean, that was something that I talked about for so long. I got to write a book. I got to write a book. I got to write a book. Well, and that's when I started doing that. And I will also say it was because a part of what I saw in that, in that typical California exercise was <laughs> that I was no longer, I didn't want to keep being so-and-so's copywriter. Mm-hmm. Marie Forleo's copywriter, which was a misnomer anyway. I was never her copywriter. We were copywriting partners, but I was considered Marie Forleo's copywriter. So-and-so's copywriter. She writes for this. She writes for that. I didn't want to be anybody's anything. I wanted to be me. I wanted to be known for me. And I wanted a brand that that got me known instead of so-and-so's something as Laura fucking Belgray. Mm-hmm. So, so beyond deserved. I can't imagine you being in any form of a shadow with all this snarkiness and, (laughs) and, um, you said something before it was during our last conversation. You said something like, you don't have to say it. I hope you're safe as you start the email. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I hope I please. I can't. I'm so glad we're out of that phase now. Not really, actually. They're still coming. I hope that not enough. I hope this email finds you safe and well. (laughs) Um, I please let us be able to drop that. First of all, I had already said like I had already done a post a couple of years ago before all this happened. That was I think I said no fun email ever starts with, I hope this email finds you well. (laughs) Like no great evening ever started with a salad. Exactly. That is the salad equivalent. I love it. That's the salad of emails. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. I just want to thank you so much for this gift of what you've brought out here today. I mean, like there's like been this 
piece in me that, like, I, that keeps wanting to ask you about like the tactical and like the, the bigger part of me is like, she's already answered it. Like just, <laughs> just like, well, you know, I do feel like there's an open loop here about your, like about your thing, about the thing that didn't go well on, mm-hmm. on Black Friday and the program. And that, you know, it's hard to say yet whether the message doesn't resonate or it's just a new message that people don't expect from you and a, and a price point that people don't expect from you. And it it could be that, you know, nobody at that price point ever even expected to work with you. I have no, I haven't looked. I don't know what you're, following is like but I I think also it takes some like the the whole queen thing I mean I know there are people who respond to queen just on face value so I don't think that you really you know have to explain it and say it's not as cheesy as it sounds to the general I don't know I felt I yeah no 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 I know with you (laughs) yes yes However, I do think that it, you know, it might take some warming up to for people to understand your version of More of Queen and what it means. No, I don't mean to I mean to get them to that. Like to get them to this is like this is what it's about to like get them to have to join those 3 hours. I don't know. Like who knows there's so many moving parts. I mean, Black Friday like your friend who made that exact number that you wanted to was probably selling something that people expected from her. No. Or no? Mm-mm. Or. But you so, know what she knows? did? She went, I think she went into the zone of what we've been talking about here today. She went real radical. Mm. Um, she did, she had like a prepackaged thing of like past coaching stuff that she was going to like discount and she couldn't do it. And she went, I think she went to the core. So I really believe yeah. that everything that you have been taking a stand for here and is really the answer about unapologetically be you just be more you get. And that's how you're going to get paid is to be you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I think like the more you, the more you, you show to people like the more excited they'll be. And I mean, even like talking about your like what you just did when you talked about how you interviewed people who applied I like people will love that they want I mean that's what we want to hear it's like you know I'm a tough mofo and this is how I like boundaries I'm like queen of boundaries talk about things that you are the queen of because I am not the queen I things that you're the queen of you can have a whole series here are things I'm the queen of I think I'm not necessarily the queen of. Uh-huh. I'll share those too. I would love to hear all of that. Interesting. Interesting. I'm just realizing it's how much being an OG is helpful and not mm-hmm. because I can just see how comfortable I am showing up in public in a certain way. Yeah. And, and not that it's a Jekyll and Hyde thing. It's not that, that different, but it's like, it's the difference between being polished and forgettable and uninteresting and some people being like, who does she think she is? I can't believe she just said that. And way more people being like, oh my gosh, I feel that relief. Like, I didn't know I could do that. And I want that. 
Or oh, I yeah. feel the same way. Oh yeah. And it's it's for those people. Mm-hmm. Like for I mean, we again, we're all gonna have people who who are like, who does she think she is? I can't believe she just said that, or that does not, you know, that rubs me wrong, or <laughs> that is not my vibe. That's not a high vibe attitude. You know, whatever they're gonna say, they're gonna say so much better than being forgettable and polished and mm-hmm. uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Um and and for anyone who's afraid of like triggering people, you're gonna like go ahead and trigger them. Don't trigger them with your polished, forgettable, uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Like don't bother with that. If you're going to trigger them, trigger them with real. And if it's um, because you're showing off your success, that is fine too. Just don't do it in such a cultivated, polished, boring, mm-hmm. forgettable way where you're trying to be faux humble about it. Just be like, I'm really excited about this. I mean, I have a friend who's just like, holy crap, this is what, you know, this is how much I just brought in, you know, just like 1.2 million pounds is what my business manager says I've brought in for in the, for the coming year, if I don't do anything. I never, and people have been following her journey and they know that she was not making that much before. And it's, it's real. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is you, Ms. Belgray, real and not <laughs> bullshit. That's for damn sure. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. Well, I hope that I have the courage to air this before your book comes out in 2022. Oh, come on, just do it. This is so good. Everybody's going to want to hear this. Yes, it was so good. And like, no matter what's happening with the program, the queen, like all right. that stuff, the Q Club, no matter what's happening with it, I think that you should air this. I mean, I think that you know, even if it starts going great and people are in it, you know, you can say like, this is how it started. Mm-hmm. It did, it started on a rock, you know, I changed a few things and <laughs> who knows, you know, like every, you know, that's the, I'm sure that's part of being a queen. I'm sure that's part of the story of a queen is like, you know, facing obstacles and isn't like Esther, like a tough mofo. <laughs> yeah. She definitely overcame adversity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she did. She did. But I got to tell you this. I think you, you really nailed it with the relief. It just feels mm. so much more real and so much more fun to just get to know the, the realness in people. And, and when you hear someone say out loud what you're thinking, like, when you yeah. hope this email finds you well. And you're just like, it just oh, makes life so much better. So <laughs> share with, I can't tell you when this is going to come out, but share with everyone where they can find you in general. And then I will let you know when it does come out and we'll put in extra show note links and stuff. Uh, when oh, we're- yeah. Please come find me at talkingshrimp.com. Sign up for all the things that you see there. You can also find me at uh, Instagram. I am talkingshrimpnyc not just talking shrimp. Somebody, I won't call her names, took that before I got there and she had like 20 followers and didn't want to give it up. So talking shrimp NYC and buy my book when it comes out or if it's already out, buy it. I hope this airs long before it comes out, but tough titties. It will. will. And then you've got a free gift for people too, right? So they can Um, really do. Yes. Okay. So it's at talkingshrimp.com slash subject lines, all one word, you are going to find 
my this is like my most popular opt-in and it's so good it is my 33 most open subject lines ever plus four that tanked and why <laughs> so that yours don't have to <laughs> plus templates you know and formats um frameworks to make your own so it is so good this is you know your subject lines are what are going to get your emails opened and getting your emails opened is everything. We didn't dive into emails, but I'm a big email evangelist. So, Well, now that I'm about to go get all real with my copy and everything else, we'll probably have (laughs) you back and we can dive deeper into that. Laura, thank you so much. You are such a light and such a love. Is that a little too California for you? How about No, I love it. I'm a love. I'm a a care bear. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about OG. Thank you so much. Uh, Go enjoy a martini. I think you're due. It's uh, the right time in New York right now. And to be continued. Thank you so much. All right. I hope that message served you greatly. And I got a quick question for you. If there is anything that you are struggling with, you might not feel it right now because you're so flying high from this amazing episode. If you are struggling with comparisonitis or fear or worry or lack or any of it, thinking that other people, everything they touch turns to gold or they've got something that you don't or if you're going to get successful, you're going to have to work really, really, really like too hard. I am here to help you obliterate all of those thoughts. And you are invited to my doing business like a queen challenge because queen, the more we incorporate femininity, the more we incorporate true spirituality, the more we retrain our brains and our thinking that we can't be anything but powerful, anything but glorious, anything but abundant, and do anything but manifest our biggest dreams and then some, then we have gotten off track because everything I just spoke is truth and you deserve to live by the truth. And I'm going to be speaking truth for five full days. It's completely free. My doing business like a queen challenge. So you can go to divineliving.com forward slash like a queen and come join us. You can share this link with your community, your friends, any woman who has a career and is interested in doing business like a queen because queens are confident. Queens have a strong self-worth. Queens have a spiritual connection that doesn't have them wobble all over the place. And we don't have to live in fear any longer or put ourselves on the back burner any longer because that's not what you came here for. And it's not even scriptural. So we're going to get ourselves on track. So get yourself registered, divineliving.com forward slash like a queen. You are going to be so glad you did. All the details are there on that page. Get yourself in, get your friends in, and I'll be seeing you for five full days in all of your glory. All right, Queen, did you love this episode and know someone who would love it too? I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and share this podcast over Instagram. Tag me at Gina DeVee. And thank you for Queen supporting Queens and for your continued support. 